over rivers and valleys, mountains and plains, over all you have lost and all you have gained, over all you have gathered and all you let go, you have traveled at length through the wild of unknowns. And through all that is changing, you can see you have grown, you have walked in the light, you have not been alone. Morgan Harper Nichols. This is Sincerely Yours, and I'm your host, Cece Denno. Pen pals, and welcome to Sincerely Yours. This is a podcast where I make sense in making it through life, where I provide tips and tricks and helpful suggestions along the way. We have quotables at the beginning of every single podcast. The one for this one is a quote that I found on my Pinterest board because I don't have any quotables from you guys, and I need to get quotables from you. So if you have a favorite catchphrase or song lyric or quote, just anything that has a group of words that's a significant meaning to you, go ahead and email me. The email is sincerelyyours at writeme.com or find me all over social media. That's on Facebook or Instagram at ccknowsitall or on Twitter at sincerelyccd. Don't forget, I am also doing a Couch to 5K running series on my other podcast. So we will be wrapping that up. But the good thing is that it's always available. So if you want to go check it out, search Train Like a Princess and take advantage of the summer sunshine and get up from that couch and out doing a 5K. As you can imagine, things have been pretty crazy around here. They continue to be crazy, Uh, but I did start a new book and it's got me thinking, so I wanted to share my thoughts. So let's get to it. I love to read, so it may not come as a surprise because I've shared books before on the podcast, but... I am in the middle of reading Squeezed by Alyssa Court, and it has really sparked so much thinking that I absolutely had to share it. So it is Squeezed, Why Our Families Can't Afford America, and it's really a crossroads of my career passion side and my money passion side and my America loving passion side. So it's all these different facets that spark my interest and they all sort of come together. And I've been um, just every chance I get, I try to read it. And it is really eye opening because you hear so often about how people don't talk about their finances and they don't share a lot of information, but the numbers are there and the statistics are there by how much credit card debt Americans have, how much student loan debt Americans have. Um, I mean, mortgage debt is also included. I guess technically that's like the good debt, but it's a lot and it really is from the perspective of different people in our country and how they internalize 
dealing with low wages and opportunities and really the situations they have at hand. Now, there's one quote that stuck out to me in particular. So she has here that she interviewed an anthropology professor in Manhattan, and this is the commentary. Bellamy and her family were likely to never be able to buy property. Bellamy would start to talk to other mothers like herself in New York City about her her situation and realized that discussing your bank account or even your weekly budget just was not done. And then her voice would say, sorry to bring it up, a delicate deer-like blonde, she'd go to the playground or the birthday parties and be sufficed with self-consciousness. How much of this is me needing to get over my economic situation, she thinks to herself, and how much is being generally disturbed by my growing debt? She thought she'd lose friendships over such differences if she let them go, so she'd grit her teeth and say nothing about the la-la land of upper-class New Yorkers with their gifted and talented test tutors for their three- and four-year-olds. It depressed her, she said. How would she and her husband pay off six years of student loan debt on top of everything else? The reason why it stuck out to me so much is that it really showcases the isolation that our economic situations can put us in. And it's so isolating that it's to a point of being debilitating. And I want to open a dialogue where we have safe places and safe spaces where we can talk about this kind of stuff because yeah, what might look good on the outside um, when you're trying to keep up with the Joneses and uh, um, try to live off of debt and how difficult that could be. But when you you don't speak up and you don't say something, then it can eat your inside out. And really what the book emphasizes is that the problems that we are experiencing is not our fault. Honestly, it is not our fault. And a big part of it is systematic. So there's a whole chapter dedicated to childcare and daycare and Basically, what she says is that here in America, we don't value care. And it's our hyper-capitalistic environment that does not put any consideration about humans into the numbers and the software of working. So it's really eye-opening just how much money people spend. It's possible up to 30% of their take-home pay on day on daycare alone so what what's really tough to read about the daycare section is that she goes off of it on both sides on the daycare worker side and then also the parent putting their children through daycare and the expense that it takes on their bank accounts but also it takes away from the time that they have with the, their kids themselves so a lot of what the book emphasizes is that it's systematic. If we had universal childcare, like every other developed country has, that we had laws in place that protected wages and protected workers, it would 
help the system out and help people out. Now, don't get me wrong because I love business. I benefit from business. I have a small business. But when we have these corporations that have policies in their workplace that hurts people, it's disgusting. And I'm going to get it on a little soapbox right now because, you know, what happens in the stock market is when a company announces layoffs, their stock goes up. It is disgusting. And when we have an environment that solely focuses on profits and that is the only thing that matters, something has got to give because... Because we as Americans are being squeezed and squeezed so tightly, I just don't know what's going to give. And I am rather hopeful for the future. You kind of have to be, and it's just how I am naturally, the optimist in me. But I can see how a lot of people really do internalize their money issues. And first, the third, first thing that has to change is that we have to be able to talk about it because if we don't talk about it, then we don't know about it. And then second, we have to implement policies and structural changes to benefit people and help them in their lives. So that I will get off my soapbox, but I recommend the book. It was very, it's very eye-opening. And um, one other thing I want to touch upon is a lack of information. So a lot of people find themselves in these situations. There was a whole chapter based off of um, lawyers and how lawyer is a very prestigious job Um, how it's always been perceived that way, yet recently it has fallen off of its status and there's an oversupply of lawyers. So um, she goes into detail. She has like a specific guy that she mentions um, that she interviewed for the book and he talked about going for a for-profit law school and how insanely expensive it was and how he completely regrets it. So I want you to do your homework and I don't want to have a lack of information put you in a bad situation. So before you make a huge investment in school or family or career, I want you to do your due diligence and research and weigh the pros and cons and really think about the decision and what your life would be like in 10 years or in five years or in a year. A little bit of foresight can be very beneficial. So like I said, before you make any big investment, please, please do your research because it might help you in the long run. So if you are making some big life changes and want some feedback, I have ton 
a ton of opinions and I would be more than happy to share them with you. So feel free to get in touch with me. And I know that I I say this literally every single podcast, but it makes my world when I hear from you guys because I see the download numbers. Um, but when I ask for quotables or ask for some feedback or whatever, I love hearing from you guys and it totally means the world to me. So there's a lot of work to be done and uh, there's lots of projects. So uh, get busy and I hope you're enjoying your summer. But with that, I look forward to next time. Mm-hmm.